Okay, I apologize for the lack of drinks. I actually bought them, but uh, I left them in the car. See you what you want. You want you. I just like seltzer, cold seltzers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my. I, I bought the drinks, but then left them in my car. Uh, Where's your car? Yeah. It's not here. Yeah, no, it's a uh, long story. Okay, all good. Okay, let's do a little Hazara. We're going to start back from Shabbat Chazar over Shabbos over the weekend. Many times, maybe uh, five to ten times over, sh- over the weekend, at least. So, we'll do the number sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth, whatever it is, just uh, Ashlama. Probably get to number ten, makes it an even number. Shem Hashem, Shem Avaya. Okay. So, we'll start from... Start from Kushi, from Kushi. Start from that. It's like really the last piece we've done before. Start from there, from Esra Kushi, from about uh, ten lines down. Amamar. Amamar. Before that, I had a question which I, I was I was chazering today. I was I was bothered with. On the last Gemara, the last Gemara said that the case of the Gemara's question was similar to this. Similar to the situation where it was a lung that was basically mushing inside and had still the bronchial cords, and we compare that to the bronchial cords, the chedra zera, the place where the seeds are, which is the internal part of the asterisk. So the middle part basically got mushy, the internal part's intact, and the Rashi said, which we spoke out, we came out with the end, that the outer peel is still also intact. So the outer peel is intact. The middle is mushy, and then the inside is fully intact. The chedra is as we came in. That that was the most question, which is similar to this lung, which is outwardly intact. Middle is mushy, and the bronchial cords are all intact. That was the most question, which we didn't really resolve at the end. We had no proof. So I have a question, just a, a simple understanding. I, I was bothered. I think I might have an answer. I'm, I'm not just want to speak this out. The Gemara said that the question was that by the rea, by the case of the lung. That was in the very similar situation. That was kosher. Maybe why it's kosher is because it's protected. It's not exposed. And because it's not exposed, therefore it's not going to get more problematic. But this is where it's exposed. The Shal Be'avir, the Gemara said, maybe Sruchim Misrachim is going to get... What's the word? Degraded. Yeah, degraded. So yeah, it's going to get further, further broken down. Oidom So I just have a simple question. Just understanding. If the outside is fully intact, why is it exposed? Simple. Simple touch. Rashi says that the outside peel, the outside layer is still there. It's still there. Klipa came, as Rashi said. But, the Gemara said the reason why it's worse than the case of the lung is because because it's the the it's exposed to the elements. Maybe Shruch and Mishrachas will get ruined. If the outside peel is exposed, why is it considered... If the outside peel is there, why is it considered exposed? I mean, the reason why the, the, the rea, the lung, is not considered exposed was because it was in the body. It's inside the body. It's not exposed because it's, because it's, it's protected. This, we're saying, is considered exposed. So why is it exposed? The clippers and the kaim. It's a simple pashat. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the way I look at it at the beginning is that 
the when in medicine we do like surgery, you call the the strength layers. The strength layers are the ones that like hold everything up. So in the lung, you have an outside casing around that lung. Right. So if you fill it up, it's like a it's like a bag. Right. It's like a bag within your chest cavity. So. Um, and then the bronchial tubes that you fill it up with, where you're going to sit, you know, where the air normally goes, you can fill it up with water, for right. example. Those bronchial tubes have a structural, it looks like a tree. And so, in other words, the structure on the outside and the structure on the inside is structurally intact. Right. Now, the. So, what's, what's, what's wrong? And I think the, the structural part of the, of the esrog is the skin. And right. the, in the inside membrane with, within the. Um, Within the uh, yeah, okay, where good. the seeds are, in other words, yeah. the thick pulp part is not right. a structural part of that esrog, so that really doesn't matter so much. Which thick pulp part? The <clears throat> if you cut it in half, That's you get the decaying, the part which is which is yeah. That so doesn't right. it sounds like that doesn't matter. So it or, doesn't or maybe matter. does or maybe doesn't matter as much. Right. Oh yeah. Right. It's like the parenchymal part of the lung doesn't matter. It's like that's not the structural part of the lung. Right. The structural part of the esrog, there is a parallel. It's a it's kind of it's a really I would never have thought it's of a little that. loose parallel, right? But but, it, but so, so, so we're so, comparing so, the the right. stru- fine the structure of the lung to the structure to the to the, to the middle part of the esterig. So this the white part or like the yeah the yeah. white part because the chedra as I was saying is fully intact, right? Yeah. That's intact. So this part is mushy, and this yeah. outer part is still is still intact also. I think I'm saying it's intact, Okay, so that's a, that's that's what I thought maybe because that's that's what I wrote down because it's very thin. That's that's I wrote. That's what I, th- I thought maybe I said Ule maybe because it's thin. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I didn't finish yeah. the thought. So yeah. Finishing the thought is that in the lung, the two structural parts of the lung are not really exposed to the elements. The stru- one of the two structural parts of that esterig is exposed to the elements. Which one? Which is different. Which 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 is which one? The outside part. The outside part. Yeah. So in other words, it may look like it's intact, but it's, it could be mushy. It could be broken down. And you don't realize until maybe you touch it or something. So, okay, so the outside part of the esterog is comparable to the outside of the body, the skin. Right, that's what I thought also. It means the, the outside of the lung. There's no, two the, things, right? is, the lung, again, you. As a bag out. Well, so, no, no, no. So, so I think you're both right. In other words, that the outside part of the esterog is the outside part of the lung, but what's keeping it covered is the body. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Gemara says it's not exposed. So I think it's not exposed because the body, it's inside the body. But you're right that the out the outward part of the lung is the what 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 is that called? Whatever the the, the casing around it. It's, yeah, it's called the parietal pleura. Fine. So can I ask you a question? In this yeah. case of the, of this lung, what is is the casing of in any way damaged? I think the answer is yes. That the casing is damaged, but it looks intact. No, the case, the casing on the outside of the lung is not damaged. And That's it's not, it's not it damaged. Can't be. What? Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't, if it was leaking... Right, it's not it leaking. It's not leaking, no, no, it's, it's, it's definitely intact. But is it... That's the right word is... is and by the way, the, when it causes the, 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 the parallels... Well, it's supposed to air, by the way. Because the lung is supposed to air. Inside, right. Right? In, inside but the body. it's not the type of same type of air... But it has the body which is protecting it on some way. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, that's a fact. The, the, the comparison between the outer layer of the lung... And compare that to the outer layer of the asterisk, this green layer of the asterisk. Yeah. Explain that comparison. Explain well, that, well, that, that. The, the, the comparison is real inverted because the, the outside of that lung is not exposed to air. It's right. the inside, the bronchial tubes exposed to air. So, in that sense, it's sort of the 
It's not exposed to air because it's inside the body. No, one side's exposed to air and one side's exposed to the Because it's inside the body. It's in the body, but you're Right, that's what Gemara says. Gemara says it's not exposed to the elements because it's inside the body. Not air inside, air outside. Right, what? the air coming from air, not. But if you if you if you breathe, if you follow, take a piece of air particle, it goes from the air into that lung and touches the bronchial tubes all the way down to the very distal part, and it comes back. In other words, it is exposed to the air. Okay, not, but it, but it, it but still it, has the, the body protecting it. The body is is regulating the temperature, right? And it's not a lot of, and, and the and the particles also get filtered to some degree as it goes down, like in the nose and the throat, it gets attached to the wall, the big particles, and then. And then the other thing is that um, you're not you're not allowed. It's not allowed this, the wind is controlled. There's pressure because of the wind. it's inside the body. Right. So so I think back to what I think Ravan was saying before, which I think I think is is maybe the, the crucial point is that this klipa, this outer part of the esrig, is not going to fully protect the esrig. Right. <clears throat> Why? Well, because it's if it's exposed to the elements, it could it may not be. Um, so again, if it was a fully no healthy, if it was a fully healthy outside, <laughs> that may itself be a protection, right? But maybe it's again the whole. Yeah, but that's not being. Maybe it's protecting the inside, but it itself, the outside, okay, is not but protected. Th- that too, and maybe also the fact that the inside is somewhat damaged, probably somehow affected the shield. Sh- you may not realize it. You may not be able to see it from the outside. It probably affected the outside part as well. Wouldn't that be likely? The outside part is somewhat affected, and things could, therefore, even more than regular asterisk, actually penetrate, we'll call it, the outer layer. Because the likelihood of the outer layer being somewhat damaged is probably pretty... Oh, you mean like if it's a puncture, hole puncture in it? Well, I don't mean, I don't mean a hole puncture. Let's say it's fully intact, not, not a hole puncture. It is porous for sure, but it's a sure porous, but I wonder even more than that, even more than the fact that it's porous on a regular asterisk, this asterisk, probably for the fact that the internal part is damaged, I imagine that has some effect on the outside part as well. You may not see it. You may not notice it. You may not even be able to tell from the outside. But the likelihood of it being somewhat affected is, is, is I think, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe. It's not supporting it. Not supporting it. Maybe somewhat damaged as well. The inner part of it is damaged. Maybe the outer part of it is not damaged. So I think all those things, the combination of all those things, mean that the outer layer is not going to be a full protection. Right. So when the Gemara said it's exposed, it is exposed. Like you said, that the, the shell itself is exposed. Like you said, it's porous. But more than that, the fact that there's no support, the fact that the inner part is damaging, maybe somewhat affected the inner part, at least, of the, of the, of the outer peel, all those things make it the outer peel is not really going to serve as real protection. I think that's what we have to say. That's what, that's what I was just thinking about today. I didn't think about this before we learned this last time. But, Baruch Hashem, when you do Chazar, you get the new, uh, new insights. There's going to be so, some real deep reason why they're comparing it to a lung milk. Yes, yes. So, the Pnei Shur deals with that. Pnei Shur deals with that. You fill up the table. Okay. <laughs> Fine. So that that's back. So back to back to the Gemara now. So we just about to start. Amar Esther Kushi Puzzle, an Esther which came from Ethiopia called this Puzzle. So it's a Kushi Esther, which means again it's black, but it's an Ethiopian Esther. It's a black Ethiopian Esther. Vatanya Kushi Kasher is a Brayso which says Kushi is Kasher, which means that this same exact Esther, this Ethiopian Esther, which is black, is Kasher. Domel Kushi Puzzle. If it's similar to Kushi's Puzzle, which Rashi explained means it grew somewhere else, but it's black. It grew in America, but it's black. That's possible because that doesn't belong there. It's not doesn't doesn't sound normal in Kushi in Kush in Ethiopia. It's normal. It's regular. It's common. Therefore, it's kosher. So what's going on? 
Some Rabbiya, when did the Mishnah say the Esther Kushi is possible? It didn't mean actually Ethiopian Esther. You know what it meant? It meant Omalakushi. It meant that it's black, but it didn't actually grow in Ethiopia. It grew actually outside of Ethiopia. It grew in somewhere else. It grew in America, it grew in Eritrea, grew anywhere. <laughs> but since it's Domalakushi, since it is black and it didn't grow there, it's possible. So according to this first terrace, according to Abaya, anything outside of Ethiopia is possible. Doesn't matter where it grew. Eritrea, Baba, all those things are, are, are possible regardless. That's the Abaya's terrace. Ravis is slightly different. Ravis says, no, even outside of Ethiopia, it can be a difference of where it is. I'm sorry. It depends where it is. Is it in Eritrea or in Bavel? As Rashi explains, in Eritrea is further from Ethiopia, and therefore they're not as common to have these estrogen. But in Bavel, where it's closer, and they're more commonly had them, therefore it's something which they're more used to. Now I saw the Rishash. I'm not, I don't know geography. So... Someone's going to help me out of here. The, geography, the, the Rishash says the Rashi is wrong in geography. Geographically, the Rashi is wrong. My understanding is yeah. there's two different Kushas. Okay, someone's, I, I saw that Yeah. Okay, I saw that Territz. But he says, if you're dealing with the regular Kush Ethiopia, Ethiopia actually is closer to yeah. Babylonia than Eretz Israel. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, whatever, if you go through the Horn of Africa, maybe... Saying, like, if you're going by sea, Ethiopia is closer to Babylonia. Is, is, is Ethiopia close? Uh, is it different well, it's only, only, only if you draw a straight line through the water. Yeah, if you're going through the water, it's technically... If you go through the water, right, but that's how else they travel. They won't, they won't by land? No, where? Ethiopia goes to Egypt. Yeah, the trade routes go through water. I would imagine. Both, I'm saying both. Okay, I would imagine most trade routes go go by boat, no? In a straight line? Yeah, I think it's tied to it's very close. It's like yeah, I'm saying. I mean, in my head, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not sure the geography. Mishash says, he says, quotes on this Rashi. He says, "Avul hepecha matzias." He says, "Kikush Ethiopia, who dromis maravis eretz Yisrael, it is southwest eretz Yisrael, and Bavel is northeast." And he says, if so, Eretz Yisrael is closer. I don't think it means closer is the issue. Ah, it's on the so, okay, so, okay, so, so, yeah. Right. So I think, I think a simple answer is your answer. Is that closer is, may mean more in what's more regularly the trade route. Which Rashi alludes to. Rashi says, Regilamem, okay, Rashi does say Krovim. So, yeah, Rashi does say the physics. Rashi sounds like physically is closer. So you have to know what to do with the language of Rashi. Because the Rashi says just, it, it doesn't physically seem true. And if you look at you know if you look at a map, it physically seems to be closer. This is Iraq right here, right? If no, Ethiopia is Israel's right. here. Ethiopia is area, yeah. Somalia Ethiopia is right here. Awful. Ethiopia to Iraq, I guess, is here. Yeah, and it's Israel. Well, it's Israel from here to here. I guess it just seems like it's roughly equidistant. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was saying. Okay, so again, I, we can leave this aside because it's it just maybe a more of a, a technical question. But Lamaisa Rashi seems to say it's closer. If we can accept the geography as being fact, it's, everything's good. The Rashash seems to say it's not fact. Rashi, he has a hold of Mishash in this, in this Gemara, Rashash. But Lamaisa, we'll, we'll, we can stick with Rashi. We can accept the geography as, as Rashi has it and as Google seems to have it, maybe. Um, and what? 
Okay, so regardless, we have Rashi telling us that Eretz Yisrael is further from Kush, and therefore they're not as regular, trade routes not as common, as opposed to Bavel, which is closer and therefore is more common trade route, and therefore Rash, according to Rav, the Gemara has explained to us now there's a new Chiddush, that something which is a, is a regular trade route is kosher as well. Fine. Okay. Let's see further. Esrka Boser. Esrka Boser, which said Boser, we explained according to Tosus meant, it was basically picked early. It was a non-fully ripened Esrka, and Tosus said it just was picked early, as opposed to Esther, which just didn't fully develop this thing, it just was picked early, as we explained at length. Rekiva Postal and Chum saying it's Kasha. So I'm a rabbi, Rekiva, Rav Shimon, Amr Davarecha. The Gemara assumes now, Rekiva, who just said Rekiva's opinion that it's Postal, and Rav Shimon are saying the same thing. What is, what's saying the same thing? The Gemara assumes that they're both saying the same thing, that a Esther, until it's fully ripened, is not considered an Esther. It doesn't have a shame, Esther, until it's fully developed. That's what the, uh, the common denominator between Rekiva and the Rav Shimon is. And Gemara says, Rekiva Hadiyama, we just heard Rekiva, that he holds it possible for an Esrug. And the Gemara is assuming the reason why it's possible is because it doesn't have a fully developed Esrug, and a non-fully developed Esrug is not considered an Esrug. It's considered, I don't know, but not Esrug. That's Rav Kiva. Rav Shimon, what's Rav Shimon's halacha? Gemara says, the snan of Shimon poter is Esrugum bekotnan. Rav Shimon says that Esrug is potter from Meiser when they're small. Small means they're not fully developed. And the Gemara is assuming why are they potter? Gemara is assuming because it's not a pre, it's not a fruit yet. In order to be considered chayef ma'isr, has to be a shame pre, has to have the status of a peri. If this doesn't have the status of a peri, and if it's not considered to be kasha. Gemara says no. That there could be these two halachas that you're trying to equate ma'isr and esrog have no connection to each other. Amalebaya domalohi, maybe they're not connected at all. Adkan lo kamar vikiva hacha, divin hadavalaka. Over here, it's not about it being a fruit, not being a fruit. That's really irrelevant. It's not about the shame peri or non-shame peri. So one very simple thing it has to be hudder. It has to be look beautiful. When it's not fully developed, it looks underdeveloped. Underdeveloped things don't look very pretty, don't look very nice. And if that's the issue, and this has to not be caused of anything to do with the fact that it's not a shame peri or the status of a peri. When it comes to meiser, could we agree to the rabbanon? Talk, it's, it's going to be chayev and meiser. And it's only a very local psal of Esrig that's an issue in. Or vice versa. Inami. Arkan no kam Rav Shimon Hassam. Rav Shimon only said Allah about Maiser. Why? For a very specific reason. A Pasuk. What's the Pasuk? Tiksiv Aser Taser is called Tua Zarecha. It says you have to go in Maiser. Where do you take Maiser from? The grain of your Zarecha, of your seeds. Why is the Torah throwing seed? Just say grain. You don't, you don't take, take Maiser of seeds. Take my of green. So the words of really is extra. Asa Tasha is called Tvuah. Take all my of your Tvuah. What's Tvuah Zarecha? Kamar says it's a drasha. Kederosh Mariyadam Motsi and Lazria. It means it has to be developed to the point that the thing can be used to plant with. Obviously, it's only once it's fully developed can it be used to plant with. So it has to be something which will actually will grow and be used to plant with. What is that? A fully developed item. And therefore, Items not fully developed don't actually have a status of a chi of meister from a very technical point, local to meister. Because the Pasuk says, zarecha. it says the idea of zarecha. But Esrik, no connection at all. It doesn't say the Pasuk zarecha. Could be no connection. Over here, they can hold it to Rabbanan, there will be a kosher Esrik, and therefore there's no connection. So you got two reasons why each one could be local. As far as for Esrik is local because it's a hadar, as far as for meister of local because it is based on the Pasuk of zarecha.
Okay. Misula Amidi, no further discussion about this. The Gemara says that we end, end of discussion about this point. Okay. Last Gemara we did last week. If you grew it in a form and it actually looked totally different, possible. Only as possible, it actually looks like a different item. Something else, you made it look totally different shape of an asterisk. If it still looks like a regular asterisk, it's kosher. That's obvious. If you basically put a form around an asterisk which didn't really change it from looking at anything different, why should that be possible? What's wrong with that? What's this kosher? Shemar says, you're right. It's somewhere unusual. It's dapi. You made it in a way which has like, as we saw the picture, right, it's like... Uh, Grooves and like a grooved asterisk, so it's like lines, lines, lines with grooves in between, and that's what the asterisk looks like. And the chiddush is that type of form is kosher. That type of form is kosher. Now, can I ask you a question? Why is the type of form kosher? What's better about that? It still looks pretty weird. Right? Asterisk magic, which has which is grooved and, and things. What's kosher about that? What's that's what that be that Yeah. Okay. So again, we use your cutoff point. Uh, okay, so so the cap is like the color is an issue. Why it just wouldn't change the color? It wouldn't change the color. I'm saying the colors. Yeah, but any anything. No, anything wouldn't change the color. If you made if you made it to be look like a soda bottle, it would be the same color. It looks like a soda bottle. You couldn't take a right, form, right, right? So the kapas Torah says he really says this in Rashi. Look at Rashi. Rashi is a very very uh, fascinating Rashi. The third line of Rashi, or the stuff in the second line. Davidi dapi dapi, came in crush from crush from, like boards, boards. Kain galgo shorachayim, like a water mill. That's what it looks like. So, 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 mayim. Verava ashmina dehu nami briyasi. That is also considered a normal bria, or it's also a bria. The Kabbalah says, you know what Rashi means? That there are a struggle that actually look like that from naturally. Which is similar to what you're saying. So maybe it's like more extreme bumps, like it's like like you're saying. It's if you it, you could find a srogim that actually somewhat naturally looked this way. And the Kabbalah says the Gemara is telling you, even though it looks weird, but this is enough in the you didn't get go past past the, the, the line of where this you'll never find that strug this way. Yes. Not quite Right, so this is an extreme. Yeah, this is an extreme. But again, maybe you, the extreme exists even in the natural realm. That's what, that's what he says what Rashi means. That you'll find even in the natural realm, this level of extreme where it's mama's like going up and down, up and down, wavy. So it's like, yeah, very funny bumps or extreme bumps. And the Kabbalah Baruch says, the Gabrav is telling us that since that is found in the natural realm, that's why it's kosher. And that's why it can still be considered a kosher esther because it's also... Hi nami, who nami briyase? It's also considered briyase, also considered something which is in the realm of the barrier of the natural creation of this asterisk. Okay, that's the, just the share the kapis tomorrow. Okay, now we're going right there. This is new gemara. Itmar, itmar. Asterisk. Okay, asterisk shenakvu akvarim, an asterisk which got eaten by mice. So you store them away somewhere in a storage place, and mice got to them and started eating away on this asterisk. So it's Nikkei, it has holes in it, it's missing parts of it due to mice. So I'm a Rav, ain ze hader. It's not hader. Therefore it's not kosher. Therefore it's not kosher. Now, one second, Let, let's go back a step. Forget about it. Kosher, it's chaser. 
Achazim. So obviously, obviously, this goes back to the point we started in the beginning of the second parak with that Chaser is only a psal on which day, on day number one. Hadar is a psal on all eight days, all seven days. So Rav is coming to tell you, everyone would agree that this Esther is no question as possible on day one, because day one it's missing. Rav's coming to tell you this Esther is also a possible on day three, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's what's coming to tell you. Ain't out this is a this is a <coughs> not a beautiful looking asterisk. And therefore, besides the Psal of Chaser, it's also possible as Hadr. That's really what Rav's saying. It's very 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 cryptic and Rav. Rav doesn't say anything about day one, two, we'll, 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 we'll speak to that really. But that's what Rav saying. It's not Hadr. And therefore, don't just tell me it's possible on day one, which is the problem of missing. It's also a problem on day two, three, four, five. Okay. But I'm saying if it seems like Hadr is more of a severe because it ha- it's uh, served for all the days right. of the holiday. It is. So that makes sense that he says Ainze Hadr and not Ainze right. Chaser. No, no, 100%. Or but again, it means before you read this Gemara, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying that, that the first thing everyone jumps at, Chaser. That, that's Because he's talking about exactly, eating it. Exactly. So, so, so Rav is going to tell you that there's an additional psal besides Chaser, which is Pashat, the psal of Hadr also. Okay? Aini. Rav Chanina matful ba v'nafuk ba. Chanina matful literally means to dip. Rashi says dipping is a really a, a euphemism, if that's the right word. It's really it's interchangeable with eating, because since they used to always dip everything when they ate, so matful was just a way of referring to eating. That's what Rashi says over here. Rashi says They used to eat everything by dips. And now it's quite more popular. Dips are coming more back into style now. So could we call eating now dips? But that was in those days everything was eaten through dips, and therefore they used to call eating dipping. So that's what Ashes, but the word really means to eat. Right. Well, you don't your obligation by, by dipping and eating. Oh, it, oh, by oh, eating oh, it. oh very good. Let's, let's see. What, what, what was he doing? So Arkanino, Matful, but he was eating Vinafikpa. And then he used to use it for his asterisk. He used that same asterisk that he just enjoyed. Taking a bite out of, and then use it for his obligation. Now, one second. That estrig should be puzzle, not only on day one because it's missing, on day two, three, four, because it was bit eaten from. No difference if a mouse ate it or a person ate it. It should be a problem. This is fascinating. There's a possibility of estrig which was eaten from that could be kosher. Gemara is saying that Rukhanina did it. He actually ate from the estrig, and then he used it for his estrig. What's going on? One second. He's going against a Mishnah. The Mishnah says that you cannot have an Esther which is, which is missing. So what was he doing? Gemara says, no. The Mishnah, you could say, is not a question to Rav Hanina. Lo Kasha. Because Rav Hanina was going on day two. Again, two doesn't really mean two. Because remember, we spoke out that for us in for us in Chutzlar, it's two really the same thing as one. Two means either for it to stroll two, or two means beyond the first days. Right? It means the, the, the third day and on. So according to Chanina, maybe he was doing this on past day one or past day two, and therefore that's why he's allowed to do it. But that's okay because chaser missing is okay past day one or two in in Chutzlar. But L'Rav Kasha. Because Rav said there's an issue of Hadr. If the issue only is missing, issue of missing you can deal with. Because that doesn't apply in past day one. But the issue of Hadr applies even past day one. So according to Rav, 
How is Rav on the sin of Chanina? How is Rav Chanina allowed to go eat from this asterisk when it was an asterisk which was missing if it's not Hadar? The Mora says, Amalach Rav, Shani Akvarim Demisi. Yeah, mice are much worse than a people person eating because mice is disgusting and people aren't. That's as I say in the Gemara. Yeah, the so, Tavamin is, is that taking a piece out is not Hadar, it's, like, it's Hadar? It, yeah, that, so we, we, we thought Hadar. Rav says Hadar, biting at so us. Makes, according to that, what's Hadar? No, chaser is if it's not missing a piece. The piece fell off. Well, but I took a bite out of it. That's not called chaser. It's, it's no, it's chaser plus. Oh, uh-huh. right, because it's sure It's worse than chaser. Chaser only possible on day one. Yeah, hard no, is possible. Right. So the Gemara says that mice eating something is more disgusting than a person eating from it, which makes sense because you imagine the mice eating it, the little bite marks on there, and person eating from it maybe could do it in a cleaner way, maybe in a more dignified way, and therefore it should be okay. Now. Let me ask you a question, Shaila Halacha now. If you have an essence that a mice ate from, or a person ate from, okay, I'm really mice, because that's a, can you cut off that part and, and just <laughs> cut off the bite marks? But why wouldn't you have the same issue as before? It was missing more than an ester, then it should be fine. That's only when? It's only on day one. That's an issue of chasa. Chasa only for the rest of the week. Right, the rest of the week. Right, for sure day one, you have a problem. But if you have it past day one, can you cut it, it off? Does it have an heiress? What? Like, does it have an heiress? Is that some sort of like, poison? That's the way it looks. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look nice. I cut it off that part. Zakta Rama. That's the Chara 2 Pasha. I'm just saying, that's such a Pasha 8, so that why would the Gemara ever go with this that? Because, because the Gemara's telling you. It's not really possible. If you leave, it's only possible. Possible no, if you, that you don't count it. But then it's a problem with Hadar once. It's not really. Why? That's not a Pasul by Hadar. Why is it a Pasul by Hadar? Because it looks ugly. It looks like a piece came out of it. Again, if you make a nice carving out. And make it look like. Who had that? Everything. No, looks you can tell something's missing, but that's something missing doesn't doesn't necessarily mean a psalm in, in harder. Rav was the one who's mechadish was that missing is a psalm in harder. Who said that's true? Right? Gemara now is mechadish. Rav's mechadish. And Rav is limiting it to only where my see from it. If a person ate from it, it's not considered a problem. So the Ramah says clearly you can take off, cut off that piece and make a kasha. It's before Shramah. Tough fresh man to look it up. Tough fresh man to say. Any amount that has ah. to be within. Ah, very good. Very good. How much has to be left? How much has to be left? Right. Okay, so the fact is we're him. How much has to be left? The Ran and the. Is it there? Then the, the Ran and the Ritva both say you need Roy. How many layers? So. You have to go through all the layers? Okay, so the Ran and the Ritva say as long as they have Roy. What if you would get right. the fruit? It seems like as long as they have Roy, they say, that's enough. So you have to go with a deep. Right, as long as the majority left, it's enough. You can the bottom up, you can write through the scene and everything, doesn't that kind of other Well, we haven't yet seen, besides the issue of Chasser, that being an issue. Right? Might change colors pretty fast. Okay, it might lead to other issues, but assuming now, leaving other issues aside, <laughs> and so, so the run and, and, right, that is for right now, the run for both say. Correct. Correct. Out, You're right. It's probably going to rot pretty quickly. I'm, I'm asking. It might, it might not last more than a day. But for right now, maybe, for today. So maybe that's automatically it can't last. No. So the, we don't, we don't, it no, we don't see that. So they can't last as a problem. We, we saw that in Sukkot where we had that. Sukkot already in the Shiva. What? That's, that's again, that's day one. Because right, that was harder. That was, no, that's chaser. Because that's chaser. I'm sorry, right? right? So you're saying the added level is the here's is chaser. Right. Okay. right. Maybe maybe the chachamim saw bacteria right from the mice. You know what I mean? So they saw it. You carry germs, you know. You carry. Can, can you off. see that? 
You can't see that. Or right? Maybe they can see it. We can't see it. Oh, you're saying that with their. I mean, their, bacteria uh, was like discovered like 150 right. years ago or something, right. less than that. Yeah, well, but Hudder means Hudder means the eye, the eye of the uh, the eye of the beholder. I mean, if, if people. But, but how, how can you say it's it's disgusting if it, if a mi- if a mouse bites it versus a human? Uh, well, human fractures do a cleaner, they nicer cut. Disease, no, they've had they've had disease, diseases. So, right. Okay, but then you're saying with it's not bacteria. Just no. Every everybody knows that if a mouse eats from your food, you don't eat it. It's gross. It's, you're gonna get sick. Right. It's like a dog, but I'm saying... You're we know that. Dog. We know that. No, I'm saying... I hear what you're saying. You're saying that, that, that it's hard... You're saying it's hard to imagine that a person has a much cleaner cut than a... or cleaner bite than a, than a mouse. Maybe the bite... Oh, maybe the, bite, the mouse took one bite and then you just took it away from the mouse and it's... Right? right. It doesn't matter how many bites, right? Right. So... I hear. I, maybe it's not based on nicer. Maybe it's based on your feeling. Okay, that, that's... So you're saying like... So again, you're all saying the same thing, that the fact that it's a mouse... Which either makes it disgusting because of the feelings, or makes it disgusting because of the bacteria. One of those, so that's what makes it worse. It's not the, it's not the way the cut appears. I hear you saying it's not the appearance of the cut. It's more in terms mouse of the has a much nicer cut than the human, but, <laughs> but bigger teeth. But, you feel comfortable, right? <laughs> right. But either which way, usually have, you have this wrong up. There are muscles once you cut off the mouse's part, then you're fine, right? Because right, you know, once you don't see, you don't see it. So there are muscles clearly you can cut it off, and that's fine. You do that on your own too? Because yeah, anyway, it would be possible to use the fossil. Yeah, and it's also um, taking one of them. Nothing to talk about. Uh, but anyway, it's nothing right. to talk about. It's from the fossil from the Right. So as, a, as a side point, does the Machlekes Achrenim, how about other Psulim? Can you cut off? Let's say you have Yavish. Starts drying out. Can you cut off the Yavish part? Not fully Yavish, you have part of Yavish. Can you cut that part off? Why not? Why should it be any different? Okay, so, this is, so the, so the, the Magnavra wants to differentiate between. A, a real psal of Yavesh which you can't cut as opposed to this which is moist this is all, happened to it's, it it's just disgusting nothing it's not possible it's disgusting so make it undisgusting who said that an inherent psal of Yavesh can be cut off uh-huh. well, the Meshavur argues uh-huh. quotes the Goyen he says no he says you can uh, Goyen argues and then Ram says any, any psal you have you can cut off Yavesh right. again cutting off means they have to day one because they only have a psal of Chasa but it's an amazing, just an amazing uh, world you have over here, which this Gemara opens us up to. The idea of something which is appearing improper, can you rectify that? So the Ramas is clearly you can. Chalkas Achornim, how far that applies to, even if it applies to other cases as well. Side point. Okay. Ikadamri, Amarav, Zahadar. According to this version, Rav is exactly the opposite. It is Hadar. What's his proof? Ate it and then used it. Obviously, it's harder. So, according to this version, Rav doesn't differentiate between a mouse to the person. Regardless, it's kosher. You can use it, no problem. I the I watch the Mishnah that says you can't use a missing ass, so you can't use chaser. Very simple. Like Asha, It's a very gishmak. There's between Yantavisha and Tavshenis. So we have a very beautiful, um, really two different opinions in the Gemara whether a, a bite. Or eating from the asterisk would actually be a, a inherent soul in the fact that there's something which is eating from it makes it disgusting. According to the first version, a mouse will make it disgusting, a person not. Like Darlene was saying, either because it appears disgusting, because it's bacteria, because it feels, doesn't, doesn't feel good, either which way. But regardless, it's going to be possible, a person not. According to the second version of Rav, either which way it's fine. Person, mouse, all, all fine. No, it's not psal hader. It's psal chaser. Not a psal hader. Hadar would not actually be a factor according to the second version of Rav, and regardless, it would be kosher. 
except for Yantarishin, because you have a psal of Chaser, not because of psal of Hadar. But that's a new psal, which is not the psal of Chaser. Okay, good? Clear? Baiter? Okay. Next Gemara is a very, very interesting Gemara. We'll have to uh, flush this out more tomorrow. We're going to start this Gemara today, and we'll uh, flush it out more tomorrow when we get to a little more time, because there's a lot of uh, interesting points. So we had a Machlaikis in the Mishnah. Esrik cotton, the smallest size esrik. So we had two, two opinions in the Mishnah. We had the opinion of a view that Rameya that said like egos, like a nut, and a view which says kebeya like an egg. That's the smallest, minimal share esrik. Now again, you mentioned this, it's very important. Tosva says over here, over here, which we spoke on last time, that this is an esrik which is fully developed. It's, end of, it's not middle development, that's because middle de- development, that's esrik aboser, the fernesrik. Esther, which the mission is talking about, is an Esther which is fully developed. That's what it ended up. Ended up as a very small Esther, a puny Esther. That's what it ended up as, either like a kebaya or like a, or like an ego. What's bigger? What? Kibaya is bigger than an ego. Yeah, yeah. Either which one? That's the machlokes, but that's again a fully developed Esther, just happens to be very small. Fine. I'm a rough from my papa. Very, very, uh, f- almost like a funny statement. Kemachlokes can. The same machlokas you have over here between Rav Meir and Rav, between Rav Meir and Rabbi, um, Rav Yehuda. I'm sorry, Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda, whether it's an ego or it's a Zikabeya. That same machlokas you're going to find in a different place. In a seemingly totally unrelated sugya. Bavarnim makuzalos. In the stones, makuzalos. What's makuzalos? Actually, is there are stones which are used for wiping oneself before the invention of tissues and disposable uh, things of that nature. They used to use rocks to clean themselves after using the facilities. Doesn't sound very pleasant, and Baruch Hashem, with the, uh, we're living in 2019, because I'm not sure how, much, how many of us would have survived in those days, but the, the common use for cleaning oneself after using the facilities was rocks. Now, the Gemara says that a rock, inherently, we know is Mokta. Right, that's the... the, the Normally, a rock is muktza. A rock which is, which is, um, which is, which is set aside for this, is is not muktza. But we'll see. There's a the look at Rashi. Rashi says you can take this rock into the base akise. Now look at Rashi. Mutlach is the base akise. Besorch dal alamos. It means within dal alamos. No issue of carrying. Meskisa was used to be in the meal was not was not surrounded by walls, so you wouldn't necessarily have a an eruv. Then Kanella tilted the rabbanon. So all you have is muktzas. It's muktzah the rabbanon. Umushim covered our briers lo gaza because of the necessity of covered our briers, which means the person has to has to take care of their needs. There is many fine times we find that the rabbanon were more make or more lenient in things which are covered our briers. So here as well, it's covered our briers. And therefore, they were more makel in terms of what a person can do on Shabbos. So the Moshe says, "Machlokas the Sanya give Avonim Kuzalos mutar lahachas beisakisa." There's three Avonim Kuzalos, three types of these stones which are mutar taken to beisakisa. The Kamishu and how big are they? Are these the three stones you could take in? Remain Omer Kegos has to be a shear of an egos, which means not more than that, as Rashi says. It means the maximum shear. There, it's a maximum shear. Because if it's too big, you can't use it. It's not usable for, for cleaning oneself. So if it's maximum shear, as that goes, review this says, it's kebeya, it's a kebeya. 
So the Gemara is like a, like a, like a strange Gemara. Gemara says that the same Achlokos we have between the remain of Yehuda, the Egoz, or Kabea, same Achlokos over there as well, seemingly just as a way of remembering the names. That's almost like it seems like we'll see more about this tomorrow, which I want to get this and discuss it more tomorrow. But that like Gemara is saying is a parallel between the Stuma Achlokos, or Remei, and, 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 and uh, Yehuda. The same Shir, there's both, like both. Minimal Shir Esrig and the Shir of a, of a stone, there actually is a maximum Shir. Again, because the maximum Shir, because it was too big, it's going to be an issue. And so we'll discuss more about the parallel about this tomorrow, but very, very fascinating tomorrow. Let's chazer over. Let's chaperine. Uh, Do some chazara.